0: Welcome back to another episode of the Hooligans Pitch. This is episode 20. Uh, it is January 22nd. I'm here again with Chad, and we are here to talk the crazy, crazy week of football we had. It was, it was pretty good. I had a good time watching this week.
1: Yeah, um, I caught a handful of games. Some were... A little bit of a stinker, but like mm-hmm. overall, I think I think there's some good. Games oh, in I here. know which
0: stinker you're talking about. We don't need to <laughs> be shy around it. Um, it is early. It is, uh is 1:30 Central Time. Are you drinking anything? 11:30 Pacific Times because at H2O baby. Okay, I was gonna say you, you might have partied today. I don't know. Um Kristen made me a little latte, so I got my World Cup yeah. glass, and we're. I had I had my
1: coffee earlier, so you know.
0: I doubled up, so I'm feeling it.
1: Up, I got gosh. a I got a
0: paper to write today. I got a lot of uh, a lot of stuff I need to get done. So um, it's fair. It's yeah, fair. We're, we're Jonesing for some caffeine. <laughs> okay, let's let's talk footy. Let's go to this Tottenham yeah. game. Um, Jump right in. I, I watched it live. Um, two two nil by halftime, uh, <laughs> and I, if we go back to our last episode, do you hmm. remember what we said Tottenham should do differently?
1: I mean. I, I think we've kind of said it the whole season is just like, play this, the first half like they play the second half.
0: <laughs> and, and to their credit, I think they did play the first half like how mm-hmm. they played the second half. But let's let's throw this big old butt into there. They played the second half like they played the first half.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, they just got confused. They got a little backwards.
0: <laughs> Why do teams do this against City?
1: I, I don't know. It's... Like, I understand the typical mindset of, like, once you have a decent lead, like, don't do anything crazy to, you know, give up a, a opportunity or, or goals and, you know, kind of see out the game. But, like, when you're going against top teams, like, especially City, the more they have the ball, the more likely they're going to score on you. And... To sit back against them is just a death wish, like <laughs> especially through a whole half, like not just the last fifteen minutes or something. You know, who do
0: you think had more touches that game
1: between the teams? Yeah, Uh I mean, I would think City, City by almost two hundred. <laughs>
0: Tottenham, Tottenham touched the ball five hundred and eighty-nine times, and I imagine most of those came in the first half. I can't probably. break it down by by halves. Um, yeah. And then City had 754. And if you look at the the heat map for that game, which I do recommend, and you look at Tottenham's spots, they had one red spot, very bright red, all all in the in the keeper position. Um, they didn't spread the ball. It looked like they were running for their lives as soon as the second half came through, and time and time again, city goes down and says, mm, "Now we get the ball for a full forty-five minutes. Let's do what we've always done and just absolutely dominate yeah. the game." It drives me crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know why why teams do it. Like, I get, like I get if they were a, a you know, Bournemouth or something where it's like we should not be in the lead and then you're just hanging on for dear life, but like. When you are Tottenham, you know you are kind of City's bogey team and have been for a, a few seasons now. Like, and you already go up two on them in the first half. You got to keep that pressure on, especially like, the second one.
0: The second one was like, ooh, like that was yeah. like that's special. I didn't expect that. Um, yeah. And then they just gave City the pleasure to do whatever they want. Three goals from the fifty-first minute to the sixty-third, and then by that, it was like it was over. Um, yeah. That fourth one was kind of just like a, I don't know, a little cherry pick, like little yeah. extra something didn't mean the game at all but i was just it just it drives me crazy to watch this tottenham team try pretty hard they look decent in the first half mm-hmm. um especially when kane isn't doing everything when he isn't doing all the work and everyone is contributing like that's when tottenham's kind of yeah. at their best but when he's trying yeah. to carry it just doesn't yeah, work
1: when, when he can just play striker they look great but then yeah those times where he has to drop so far back just to get any movement of the ball up the pitch it's like you know, it's, it's the same thing you talk about all the time. It's like you check the heat map for the striker and it's in their own half. It's like, that's <laughs> not where you want them. <laughs> it's, it's like
0: it's the exact opposite of what they're supposed to be doing. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's you know, Holland got on the score sheet again. I think when he gets, when he's flowing, everything else is gelling for that team. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's hard to beat when that guy is just bodying up
1: yeah, I mean, it, it, he's always going to be a threat whether he scores or not. So if a team can't like fully box him out, then he's just he's always going to be lurking around, always ready to score and cause issue. And here you go.
0: Yep. <laughs> so that's back to back losses now for Tottenham. Um, yeah. Do you think they play tomorrow against Fulham? Do you think
1: that's three, do you
0: think that's three in a row?
1: I mean, I I, I could see it Fulham. They have it in them to definitely do some damage. Um, I think it just depends what Tottenham shows up, you know?
0: That's <laughs> so true. And we did just get the news that Conte will not be renewing. So after Officially? This, uh, well, uh, I don't know what my source was, but I, I, I kind of believe it. I can, I can well, go yeah. search, but search. Um, I mean,
1: I know he's been talking in, in the interviews and stuff, more or less saying he's not coming back. Unless they like heavily invest, which I don't think they will, because you gotta Kane's gotta go this summer anyway. Like he's, if they aren't actively trying to sell him, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you hear the stories of him like handing in a transfer request. Because dude's thirty, given Tottenham his whole career, basically like just go to United at this point, and you know maybe, hopefully, win something.
0: <laughs> yeah, and there there is speculation that Real Madrid will come knocking, which I could see that move actually happening as well. Yeah. Um, go ahead.
1: I, I mean, I, yeah, I think between that, and, like, I've heard, like, PSG thrown around and stuff, I I think he'd probably go United just to stay in England. Yeah. But, I don't know. I mean, I guess you get a little bit of a glimpse of what United want to do with Veghorse with up there, like ideally that is not course up top, it's Kane and you know, he can contribute more more goals and uh link up with the play a little bit more whereas like Vegcourse right now is just kind of the backboard for them to play off. So
0: I think having both of those players for United would be the
1: way to go. Yeah. I mean it, it's always good to have, you know, a uh, um
0: a complimentary not only, backup
1: Yeah, like that but then also a little bit different where that course is that just like cross that ball in and he'll get his head on it where Kane is a little bit more well-rounded. So,
0: yep. All right, let's jump to uh, Chelsea Liverpool. Um, I know that was bright and early for you. Uh,
1: it was, <laughs> it was... I woke up for it and I kind of stayed awake. <laughs> well,
0: it wasn't a game you really needed to stay awake for, uh, um, yeah. bright and early, but dark and gloomy on the pitch. Um, <laughs> I In Liverpool's head, I would say that was a draw that felt like a win because mm-hmm. I saw a lot more shots on target from Chelsea. I saw a lot more energy from Chelsea. It looked like every shot Liverpool did was just a shank and went nowhere near the target. Yeah, it I was mean, like,
1: oh, Cody Gakpo. Yeah, chances. I gave, a, I gave you a pass last week. This week, like, I know it's still early in your Liverpool career, but... He had two or three like really good looks and just skies them like
0: He had a great turn two on one shot that like just wasn't yeah. wasn't on target and I'm all about making keepers work. Even if it's yeah. not gonna be a goal, make the keeper get a little dirty, wear For him sure, out, yeah. get out his legs. Um, Force that save, yeah. Oh man, that was frustrating and I feel like Sala has so much pressure to maybe still be that guy. Mm-hmm. We need Gakpo, we need Nunez mm-hmm. to start doing a little bit more.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was a hard game to watch. I mean, yeah, it. Uh, I heard like any um, um, commentators and stuff say it kind of felt just like a mid-table team game, and like it kind of it did was. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, considering how both teams have been this season, makes sense. It's
0: ninth and tenth place, Chad.
1: I know. I mean, and just as mid-table as you can get, you know. <laughs> but I, I think Chelsea did have a little bit more energy about them maybe because it was um you know a home match for them but then also they do have kind of the excitement of Jao felix signing the mudrick signing like just a little bit more excitement around the club compared to liverpool's kind of like we need uh, signings we need something <laughs> <laughs> we need
0: something all right that is true
1: uh what do you think of mudrick i thought he looked pretty pretty lively pretty good um still i don't know if you'd call it like Rusty because he hasn't played in a few I think since October or something is when Ukraine goes on their winter break um so he hasn't played in a little bit but some of his touches were a little bit crazy, but yeah he looked quick he his control for the most part I think looked pretty good I mean is he worth the hundred million or whatever that they'll end up paying I don't know, but you know it is what it is <laughs> they have
0: they have time to figure that one out um you know. is And
1: should Diago Silva be Chelsea's best player? Start with the is. Is is he best player? Um, I think at the moment, yeah. Um, Should. Should he be? Probably not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, you do want that defensive rock in the back. Like, Virgil's best season's, like, he runs the back line no one's getting past him you know yeah and tiago kind of does that for chelsea which is great but you also would ideally have um better players or better options ahead of him to create score goals you know kind of run the team on the attacking front <laughs> cuz your defensive front like he's got that locked down <laughs>
0: You look at their team, and the the names on this list are just endless yeah. on paper of who should be above him. And, and and his age, too, heavily matters in this. He's 38 mm-hmm. years old, and you have guys like, uh, let's just start, I'll just start from the top of the list here. Uh, Conte's been out, James's been out, but let's go Mount should be better than Thiago and looked almost invisible. Havertz, mm-hmm. you know, he's playing a weird spot for chelsea right now so but he does he's he's attacking the ball he's rushing to it um the offside goal that he had was a little controversial that was i think more harsh for chelsea than it should have been in liverpool i'll take it um you know you just keep going down this list and there's like there's so many guys on here who have been there and done that yet just for chelsea they've been invisible
1: yeah um i mean i guess it maybe comes down to tactics at this point right like we kind of said the whole season that chelsea just don't really create anything and is that the potter effect maybe why is no
0: one at potter's head right now i I feel like he's getting a huge
1: pass i think because chelsea you know under new ownership i think is trying to sell it as like you know this is the project now it's not it's not the the chelsea of old where you know if we don't win something this year the dude's gone we get a new one and oh you know 13 months later he's gone again or whatever it's like this time they're trying it looks like to commit to a, a long term project to actually build a sustainable team you know over multiple seasons which if they can great but i think it'll take maybe a little bit of work from the fans to like keep that in their heads too mm. and not knock it on Potter when you do have these seasons where just things don't work, like there's players on the team he does probably doesn't want and wants to get rid of and I don't know. But like tactically, you should still be able to get some good ball movement, get some at least creative chances in there and they still don't. Like it just
0: When Liverpool's rock of a defender is not playing and you can't score on that yeah. that's that's like you know, kudos to Liverpool, right there, right for sure. I guess holding down the fort. But at the same time, what's Chelsea doing to not score? Um, just unexplainable. There's like no words for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's nothing we can say. And uh, I wish, I wish, uh, you know, I'm not gonna say I wish Chelsea would have won, but just they have the much deeper. Sc- granted, their injury history is like ridiculous, but yeah. I do think on paper uh, for that game they probably should have beat Liverpool. Um, if we look at the touches they had they've had to have blown that game out in touches, just from what I remember um okay, not too much more seven eighty two to seven hundred but again yeah. their their red spots are within their own within their own half and close to their own eighteen mm. so Liverpool definitely kind of stuck around them there, but Liverpool didn't look that potent, so you yeah. know if the ball was down there a lot great, but if they put shots on target um that would be even better. And our (laughs) our stat sheet here for shots on target has to be sad as well. It's got to be, yeah, three. Oh, this. Oh, Chad. Oh, man. I I shouldn't have looked. I shouldn't (laughs) have looked. Three shots on target. Seven shots from Gakpo. Two from Keita. That's 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 shots total. Three on target. That's a bad conversion rate.
1: Yeah, you gotta gotta bump up those numbers. <laughs> that that says it all right there. Yeah, I mean, again, like Gakpo's early on his time with the team, but Salah set him up like one or two times, with like, really clear chances, and did not even force a save from the keepers. Just he, he can't do that at this level, yeah. you know. It's frustrating. It's fucking frustrating. Yeah.
0: All right, let's 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 move on. Again, that was an ugly game. We shouldn't be talking yeah. about mid-table teams in depth, but, uh, you know, I had to. Need to. Just, yeah. This is my vent. Let yeah, me vent. Uh, Ashton Villa 1-0 against Southampton. Kind of a snoozer. A lot of mid-table games this week, which I don't yeah. really know how much into in, into them we want to go. Um,
1: it, I didn't really, like, I breezed through the highlights of this one. and Just meh. Yeah. yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: West Ham 2-0 and Everton, bottom of the table teams fighting for their relegation Man. spot.
1: I I watched this game because I was, yeah, expecting a tight relegation battle, you know? And it just was not. Like Everton just kind of rolled over and so <laughs> it was that, you know?
0: They have I no just, creativity. They have no striking force. Who are you scared of when you play Everton?
1: Yeah, I I mean I think Tarkowski cuz he's going to block the shot like six times, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean it just even even saying that some of the defending that Everton puts out is just comical at this point. Like it, they're just all over the place and you have experience back there and it should not be so like disjointed at times and it is and I don't know. I think at this point Everton's Probably got to let Lampard go if they want to survive. Like you just—that's
0: the thing. Do you do, at this point? Do you just claim what's inevitable and maybe own that you are going to get relegated and make a little bit of profit? Because you do have players that I think teams would
1: want. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean that's just...
0: keep keep the youngsters, get rid of the old guys, and then you know rebuild for next year in in uh, the championship. But yeah, I mean I think you. No probably... one wants to lose.
1: Yeah, you you probably. Do what you can to stay in the Premier League. Like, as much as you do need that big kind of rebuild, and and getting relegated would kind of force you into that. Like, you just always take the risk of once you go down, you could continue to go down or or stay down at least. Sure. And but I don't know. I think I think Lampard's time is done uh, at Everton, especially, and maybe as a manager at, at all. Like, I don't know. I guess lower end teams. Or lower league teams could look at him, but I don't think he'll be managing at a high level for quite some time. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think he needs to figure something out in a lower division and then bring a team up. Um, yeah, I get it. It's a lot of pressure to take on a team like that who hasn't done much in the last couple decades, oh, and, yeah. and expect them to uh, all of a sudden be good. But mm-hmm. they've kind of just kept sinking every year. We just keep seeing yeah. downward spiraling, and. Um, you know, if they do move down, say they do get relegated, there's gonna be a lot of players on that team that other teams are looking at. Um I can't oh, yeah. I can't imagine Pickford is staying on that team next year.
1: Um no, I feel like he'd probably go. Um you know, I think your Tarkowski goes, I think um Onana probably goes, Calvert Lewin, Anthony Gordon, uh
0: right? They just got Malpe this year Malpe, and like yeah. he's probably gone. Um. Yeah, Tarkowski, I mean, Cody, those guys who just you know were on Burnley and a possible yeah. Wolverhampton team that might get relegated too. Like they weren't going down to the championship. So who will come knocking? That is the
1: question. Yeah, I, I'm just kind of thinking of you know next year's kind of Fulham and Forest teams that just come up, and it's like oh, Premier League experienced players now cheaper than they would have been. Like mm-hmm. gotta jump on it.
0: Yep, the veterans so. for sure. Um, I'm just gonna backtrack a little bit here. Do you see? Mendy or Kepa being Chelsea's keeper next year?
1: Um I think so. Okay. I'm just um, I'm curious
0: if Everton does get relegated if
1: Pickford would be on their minds. I mean Mendy started the season good. Kepa has looked decent since he's come back in, but like they both have just gone through those periods where they're just terrible. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I, if Pickford's available, maybe you go for him because, like, he is a good keeper. And if you can get England national team Pickford out of him to play like that for your club, like... Right you're you're set you're golden
0: (laughs) usually when your keeper is the best player on the team you're not going to have that great of a team and if you look at chelsea's team for next year if everyone is healthy he'll be on the bottom of that list of who is the best player so oh yeah that'll be quite a change for him to maybe trust his teammates a bit more too so positioning for him might be better um yeah i don't know there's a lot of factors that go in for for if that swap potentially happens but i would say keep your eye on that one because if you look at the top six everyone kind of has a solidified keeper who has been at the club for years. And I don't know. I think Chelsea is the one who's had this,
1: uh,
0: this, this factor of like, who should it be today? Like there's never like, I mean, they got the two like
1: high profile keepers. Um, I think, yeah, eventually like, and yeah, maybe after this season, since they will have both played a good chunk, like one of them, I think will probably look to leave and just, Mm -hmm. you know, get a starting role wherever they can go. Yep.
0: Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, I watched Leicester and Brighton. That was a super fun game. Uh, I should have watched
1: that one. <laughs> I watched the highlights. It looked cool in the highlights. Yeah, it
0: was fun. It was exciting. Uh, I think Brighton was probably the better team on uh, during the game, but they just made a couple errors, which let Leicester get back in. Um yeah. James Madison looked good. He took some crazy hits. I was like, this dude is I saw injured. One of them. I was <laughs> like, this dude's injured again. And then he just kind of bounced right back up like fairly quickly. I mean, he was down like crunching tackle down and then like when he was ready for the free kick, he was like all like, "Oh, I'm ready to go now." And I was just <laughs> like, "Dang, like your knee looked like it exploded." Um I think he, yeah, I he mean... yeah, he helps that team a lot, so it'll be interesting to see how they stay up in the table.
1: Yeah, yeah, they definitely need Madison in the team. Um, as long as he can stay healthy, I think, you know, Leicester has a, a good chance of at least not floating around that relegation zone anymore. Um, but I mean, yeah, it, it, from what I saw, it looked like Brighton will probably feel like these are points dropped rather than, yeah, you know, just being happy with the draw. But I just, I'm going to shout out Matoma. That guy is just, what a player. I mean, every time he's on the ball, he looks like a threat. You know, he had, one goal he should have had an assist for solely march but mm. dude just shanked it <laughs> he slipped chad he slipped he slipped okay yeah,
0: yeah the pitch was okay. I, he wasn't the only one to slip there either um oh, really? yeah if you, if you watch the highlights of that game there was probably like two or three players on both sides just trying to clear the ball in that area and they were just slipping like crazy um yeah, yeah i think pk spots are just a hot zone for getting trashed and yeah. That was, uh, he had a chance though. He had a chance to blast that in the net and just like,
1: it was like perfectly set up for him. (laughs) Like I watched the highlight and I looked at who had scored before this and all that. And I see the ball coming into him. I was like, I don't remember seeing his Mm -hmm. name on the score sheet. And then just somehow skies it. I was like, oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Matoma though, that goal was sweet. Uh, total bender. No way anyone's getting that. Um, McAllister played really good. Did they show the his elbow? Someone elbowing him in the face in the highlights? No. Oh, so so a funny moment in the game. He got elbowed really hard and went down. And it was just like starting to like kind of gush blood. Um, you could see the cut on his lip, and uh, he went out of the game for like a minute and then came back into the game. And I, I wish I had, like, a napkin or something. But he just had, like, a a mouthful of cotton that he couldn't even close his mouth. And he was getting some back. Sunbat- and he had a smile on his face. It was just, like, red cotton just in his mouth. And he, he played with it for a little bit. Because I think he got hurt right before halftime. It was somewhere in that in that area. And, uh, yeah, the commentators kind of were just like, well, look at that. Like, how is he going to breathe? And I was like, yeah, like, how is he going to breathe? That looks miserable.
1: Um, but yeah, he, but that, he looked good. That must good. Have been one of those. One of those where they were just, like... Look, this is gonna be uncomfortable and just annoying, but yeah, it's a few minutes of halftime, so just deal with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then by the by by the next half he didn't even have it in his mouth and his lip looked fine. It must have been kinda of, uh below like his lip line. because um, yeah. it, it didn't look swollen either. So but there was a lot of blood. But lips lips bleed like crazy when you yeah uh, when you get knocked. Um great goal at the end of the game by Brighton to, to even it out. I thought Lester was yep. gonna maybe get away with a the win. They subbed on uh, All Brighton, and then he immediately scored. I was like, "Wow!" Like, I it's kind of crazy. you didn't start to begin with. Um, again, could be the Rodgers effect where he doesn't want to play his best guys, and you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. That's a that's another story. But that was a fun game to watch. Um, happy to watch it. And then after that game, I caught the Crystal Palace Newcastle game. Mm-hmm. You got a chance to watch that one?
1: Um, not live, but I yeah watched the highlights and stuff and. I mean uh I think Newcastle in defense they're just like so tight and controlled and I know like Crystal Palace had a few looks here and there but I mean Newcastle's defensive record for this year just speaks for itself the most clean sheets and least goals allowed and you know they're just so hard to break down um I think they probably feel like they should have maybe got something from this game, but they just didn't seem super clinical in front of goal.
0: Vieira uh, Viera took out a lot of his uh, attack-minded players around the 60th minute to, like, mm-hmm. secure the draw, it looked like. that just He wanted the nil-nil. Um, yeah. Because shortly after that sub, Isaac and Maximum came in. So, like... Okay. I think he saw them warming up and went, okay, I need to get my guys in there to make sure we're like yeah. going to be rock solid. I don't think he wanted them to get subbed in before his subs. So it was a little bit of like a chess offensive defensive move there, which credit to him. Like it worked out. I would take a draw yeah. against castle right now. Sure. Um, so that was a game that castle probably should have scored. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm wondering why they're not playing Isaac and Saint Maximum to start these games. I understand they're coming off an injury, but like they look yeah. decent enough to give a full ninety.
1: Yeah, I, I'm thinking it must just be, you know, being overly cautious, getting them back to to full match fitness. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, prior to the injury, Saint Maximum was was starting. Um, you do you, know, know, do you like, remember
0: his injury? What was wrong with him?
1: I think it was like a knee thing. Um, okay. But I'm also just saying that because his knee is, like, always wrapped. So. Okay. <laughs> um, and then Isaac, I mean, he was your, your big uh, summer signing, right? So, of course, you want to get him in there. Um,
0: oh, yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. I, I saw St. Maximum had his – he he messed up his hamstring. Did did Isaac have any problem? Is that, is that
1: correct? Um, I mean, he had some, some issue. I think it was maybe calf or, or something. Okay. I don't know. He picked it up on international – um, duty, but got it. But I mean, yeah, I think eventually we'll see them start together, and I would think that's going to be their preferred, you know, strike partnership with Almiron on the right. But yeah, I don't know. I think. Uh, I mean, we saw Bruno come back after after potential weeks out, healed in days. What is that? Healed. Just <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, those kind of things always making worry or it's like if the team is going to come out and say like yeah weeks or or you know extended period out and then they're back the next game and could just be mind games i don't know why you need to play mind games against crystal palace but it also could just be that the player's kind of forcing himself back and saying like yeah i'm good to go you know and he then he played the full 90 i know so he must be fine but <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, but to go to go, you know, goalless in a big game like this, and even being your your central, you know, midfield like creator, um, and do almost nothing—that's a little concerning, at least for, yeah. from from a, from a fantasy standpoint for me. I'm I'm actually kind of happy I made this move, even though I wanted Bruno in there. But since we're just getting clean sheet after clean sheet here, like defensive players are just going to get me more points in the end. So
1: yeah, and I mean, like. I would hope they're not rushing him back. Like this is not a game where you should have felt like you needed Bruno, right? Like you should have the players to beat Crystal Palace even with it without him. Right. Um, I mean, clearly it didn't work even with him in there, but I, I would think they're smart enough to not rush him back into this game. But, well, they didn't rush
0: yeah. Isaac and St. Maximum back into these yeah. situations, so it must have been a player decision. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely keeping my eye on that. And then uh, no, no Joakim Anderson, but uh, our our USA young young boy here, uh, Chris Richards. He's been yeah. he's been lighting up on the stat sheet and keeping that back line in order. So it will be interesting to see what they do moving forward with him.
1: Yeah, I mean he's he's looked good the past couple games that he stepped in, and you know more more top flight experience is always good for us as the US men's national team, so I'm, I'm here for
0: it. <laughs> yeah, me too. He had, uh, obviously, the clean sheet against Newcastle, and then against uh, Man United. Pretty much held down that fort back there, too, to make sure they secured the draw. So, yeah, I'm all for a 2020 or a 22-year-old kind of kicking butt in the Premier League. Maybe. That looks good. Um, Leeds, Brentford today. No creativity. Yeah, I watched parts of it. Just, it's just... It's
1: gotta be. I watch. I mean, I watch this as a neutral, and I was frustrated. Like, I can't imagine being a fan of any of these teams. Like, they both play with with such like a high energy and just like sprinting the whole. It's time. out of control. But then they get to the each other's box, and they're just like, "What do?" <laughs> <laughs> they just they they have no idea. They get there and they just wait. They stand around, you know, try a pass, and it gets blocked, and they run back and. The other team does the same thing. It
0: looked <laughs> exhausting. The the bits and pieces that I watched. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but they don't have those. They don't have those names that can yeah. finish like others do. Bamford, I mean, he, it's
1: Bamford. Like, what are you yeah. going to do there? And then I, uh, even uh, I, even Tony, like, they just they didn't really get him involved enough. to in play to even have him be a threat. So I don't know. Take Tony clean sheet for my fantasy points, but... yeah, right? I,
0: I, Tony plays. Uh, for his opposition. Mm. Meaning he's going to yeah. try hard against the bigger teams. And I think these like there is no reason why he shouldn't have dominated this game. Um, yeah. I don't know. The Tony effect. Yeah. Yeah, I don't got much more to
1: say about that. If, no, that's if no, no, so I was it.
0: Like... Okay. Well, last two games of the weekend, Chad. <laughs> Did we all hate on Holland so much where he was like, F you guys. I'm getting my Hattie.
1: I don't know. I don't know if hate is the word, but we maybe started to doubt.
0: (laughs) Yeah. There was a little bit of doubt from, from my, from my viewpoint going like, okay, like he came out guns blazing and now he's cooled off, but now he has four goals in the last two games. We're going to do this whole thing again. He got subbed out at the 60. I thought this was going to be the game where he scored five. um, (laughs) now granted his goals weren't anything special.
1: No, he's just he's you know your your true number 9 striker just there in front of the goal receives the pass, puts it in the back of the net easy peasy.
0: Yep, header was again a good goal, great great goal, mm-hmm. but like right place right time, got up where he needed to be, um saw made a terrible pass to <sighs> uh to who do you give that uh, to was it Mahrez?
1: Mahrez, I think, dude, yeah. dude just
0: like what was that that was
1: can't, can't do that oh my
0: gosh um yeah that was that was awful because at that point the wolves were still like looking decent um mm-hmm. and then that just took the gas out of them and then the the pk is just you know what are you gonna do um yeah. so another three yeah. where does that put him now
1: so he's at 25 goals can you can you um just give me a guess if he were to have more goals than some teams in the league right now, how many teams? (laughs)
0: Wow. He has 25. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm going to look, I'm just going to look at the table. I'm not going to look at goal differentials, but I think I can figure it out just by looking. There's probably a lot. (laughs) Everton. Everton. Can you say if that's a team or not? They're a team. Okay. Uh, Wolverhampton. Mm-hmm. Leeds. Mm-hmm. No. No? Okay, okay. <laughs> Southampton, because they're at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Bournemouth, too. Mm-hmm. Is that five right now? Yeah, four. I have four? I'm looking at... I don't think Leicester... Uh, forest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Can you tell me? No, don't tell me if I if I'm done. Um, I oh, West Ham is close. They, West Ham hasn't scored nothing in the first. West Ham. Mm-hmm. Oh man, is there more? <laughs> There's got to be more. Um, Villa. Mm-hmm. oh my god there's more <laughs> um, oh got two more two more. two more okay okay i don't think palace has scored a lot mm-hmm. oh my god this is unbelievable <laughs> and then it's got to be did i say Leeds?
1: you did but okay they're but, they're above they made it they
0: made it that's crazy i don't know who would have scored all those goals for them um dude is it a team in the top 10? It's got or Lester. Is it Leicester? No, nope. it's not Leicester. <laughs> Am I crazy to say Chelsea?
1: Oh my <laughs> lord! Nine
0: teams.
1: Nine teams. He has more goals than uh, Chelsea, being one of them. <laughs> it's just ridiculous.
0: <laughs> that that is a bar bet waiting to happen. Yeah. Um, I know. Post that in our banter group we gotta post that we gotta post that in our uh in our discord um actually i'm gonna I'm gonna post that question right now uh oh I can't do it while we're recording but um that's that is yeah. fascinating
1: it it's just like i i mean i I saw someone commented on reddit so I'm not gonna take all the credit for it but I saw that comment and I just didn't believe it because it <laughs> just sounds so just crazy, right? And so I went and looked, and sure enough, nine teams, you know, Um which is just maybe not surprising for, you know, the bottom three, four teams, but, like, to get up to top ten, and there's still be teams below that with less than 25 goals scored in half of their season. So each, Le-
0: Leeds is the only team in the bottom ten who has scored more? Um,
1: Leeds and Leicester have oh, scored more Lester as 28 Leeds has 26.
0: So, <laughs> well, he's going to catch him probably next I mean, week.
1: Yeah. So, okay. I'll that,
0: we got to pay it. So who out of the top, uh, the top nine, then how close is he to the Liverpools and the Brentfords and the Fulham's?
1: Um, it was a pretty clear pass. that. Well uh, oh, I guess I can
0: go, I can go goal fours on my, uh, on my yeah,
1: list here. Cause everyone else is kind of in the thirties and stuff. Um, yeah, okay. so Liverpool 34, Brentford, Fulham 32, um, Newcastle 33. So they've got some room, but like...
0: Two more I mean, hat-tricks and he might catch them.
1: That's true, yeah. That is a but
0: crazy like, stat. I want to know the last person that's beat out nine teams.
1: Yeah, I, I have no idea. If it's ever
0: happened. I
1: don't know. I mean... <laughs> Gotta, this, gotta, like this, this early know. on, you would think, no, like no one should be at 25 goals. Like that's, that's the number that you like win the golden boot with, right? Like, <laughs> and you're already there halfway through the season. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I got an, I got another one for you. Okay. Okay. Um, so he's scored four hat tricks in premier league so far Yep, in 19 games. Yep. So this is now the quickest any Premier League player has scored four hat tricks.
0: I might know this style already, but I keep going. Okay.
1: Um, so the next closest was Van Nistelrooy. Uh-huh. How many games did it take him to get four hat tricks? Oh, four
0: hat tricks. Okay. And Holland's done it in 20? 19. 19. <laughs> Van Nistelrooy. So that was probably, let's see, that was probably the early 2000s late 90s when he was killing it. Dude, it's probably something stupid, like 120.
1: Yeah, no, he, I'm too far? That, okay, but,
0: okay. Um, Let's go, if it took all in 20, and that's an absurd amount. Let's go 40. 19. Ni- <laughs> oh, 19. Yeah, 19. Let's go 44.
1: No, no. Kind of right in the middle of those Um 65 games, mm. which is respectable for four hat tricks. Uh, yeah, it's not a bad but thing. But not for Holland, you know. Holland said, that's that's too many games. Yeah. I don't got that kind of time.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, I got I got one for you now. Yeah. Um, Holland has four hat-tricks in the Premier League. How many did Ronaldo have in the Premier League? Hmm. I know that's like a pretty broad question, but in his tenure, how many hat-tricks did Ronaldo have? And now, did Van Nistelrooy only have four?
1: No. I, okay. I, I don't know. the... the list was just for to get to four uh, okay because he was you know the record holder for it um i think suarez was next in line with like 81 games or something but anyway okay. um ronaldo hat tricks i want to say like i'm gonna go like 15. <laughs> it's a big number chad yeah, see, I, I don't remember ever hearing too much about Ronaldo scoring a lot of hat-tricks, necessarily. Mm-hmm. He had three. That's it? What's this guy been doing?
0: <laughs> Playing for Madrid? <laughs> Dang. Now I'm sure he had a lot at Madrid. Uh, I want to take a stab at how many hat-tricks he had at Madrid?
1: Madrid. Um... I'd maybe go like 9.
0: Uh, those are rookie numbers. This number's going to blow you away. This is just shows how I think the difference of a player he was from Man U to Real mm-hmm. and how much Man U might have like screwed up by not keeping it. 34. <laughs> no <way. laughs> in in an 8-year span.
1: Yeesh. Yeah. I mean he he was one of the best, so it makes sense. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay,
0: one more. Let's do. We're going crazy right now, being in La Liga. <laughs> uh,
1: Let's do Messi. Oh God. <laughs> um. If Ronaldo was thirty-four, hmm, I'm gonna say. Do
0: you want me like, to tell you if it's more or less? Or are you just going to go for it?
1: I'm just going to go like 30.
0: 30? He had more than Ronaldo.
1: More than Ronaldo. All right, let's go 42. Mm, 36. 36. Oh, I was thinking it for a second. But...
0: However, he was with Barcelona a lot longer than Ronaldo. Yeah. Um, so I don't have the complete year total. But I assume, I guess, it's when did he start there? 2008, uh, 2007? Uh, eight, Somewhere eight, in there. Right? And then he left... Yeah. Only what two years ago, three mm-hmm. years ago, so a little bit longer, but still different, totally different style of player.
1: So, but I mean, yeah. still,
0: still impressive. Both stats. Um, well,
1: Holland's knocked out four already, so
0: he's on his <laughs>
1: way, and he's only twenty three. Twenty three, something like that. Yeah, something
0: stupid. He's twenty two. Oh, good. <laughs> he's got time, plenty yeah. of time. Um, out of that game, anything special? I mean, it was Wolves. We all kind of expected this. Yeah. It could have been worse.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think had Saw not given that pass away, it probably would have ended 2-0, which... I mean, even 3-0 against this city team is pretty respectable for Wolves when you're in 17th right now. Yep. Yeah. Should we get to my favorite game of the week? Take it away. (laughs) Oh, well, of course... Arsenal still top the league, number one. <laughs> it feels good, you know? I'm just, I was a little worried and stressed going into this game just because it was a, a top table clash. Um, I feel a lot less stressed now.
0: I'm back. <laughs> what do you think of this quote from an anonymous user? Still got half a season though, as well as other competitions. If your team, if your team stays healthy, they might have a chance at the title. Still not convinced. What do you, what do you say back to that?
1: I mean, it, 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 it's just like it comes across as the typical like rival fan who just doesn't want to admit that like this team that is not his favorite team could go on and win the thing, which. Fair enough, injuries can come into play and which they already know, are. Yeah, other competitions can can get in the way and you know cause some issues. So yeah, it's not it's clearly not over. I mean, the lead on City is is minimal and we still have to play them twice. Mm-hmm. So um but I mean come on, like you can you can accept that you almost had the draw here and you lost it. Like and you know, through fair play. There was no crazy call or anything. It just It's Arsenal's season. I don't know what to tell you.
0: <laughs> Man, you try to play for the draw.
1: Yeah, I mean, and we saw that where, you know, Fernandez goes down with a head injury. Oh, I was like, that's De- either
0: the worst whiplash of his life. Yeah. Or uh, uh, he's just know, doing it. And then De Gea, too.
1: Eddie and Ketty had just ripped his arm off. Did I'm, you see it? It I was. Can-
0: I'm sure he shattered his elbow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so, like, yeah, if you're going to play for the draw like that, this can happen, you know, regardless of the team you're playing against. Yep. Um, But, you know, I I think it was a tough game for Arsenal. They looked um, a little, like, lackadaisical today, like uh, a little bit slow on some decision-making and stuff. Um, And, I mean, Ben White jumped out to me immediately, just, like, being a little bit off. Yeah, what's uh, going
0: on there? What do you think?
1: I don't know. I, I didn't hear anything in the lead-up to it or and I haven't really had a chance to look at anything yet afterwards, but um, I don't know if maybe he just feeling a little ill or, or something, but, I mean, he just looked a little bit slow oh. and, and just, yeah, just kind of off his game, so I wasn't surprised that he got subbed out at halftime.
0: That pass and, he had to... No man, no no one, and then just it was like yeah. had no pace or zip on. I was like, whoa, what yeah. was
1: that? And you know, he's already on the yellow card, and um, it's just even if he was playing better, I wonder if he still would have got subbed just to avoid the risk of the second yellow. Um, but you know, Tomiassu was a, a great option too, and can fill that role just as well, and and did you know kept Rashford quiet the rest of the game, so
0: uh on on Nketia's third goal or second goal of the game a third of the third of the game um did you celebrate or did you wait
1: it it's definitely one of those where like i have that initial like celebrate mm. but then like i recognized that it was like it was pretty close to the line so i was not going overboard cuz i was just going to wait for the the var check and um you know, once they, they pull up the freeze frame, like I saw right away that Juan is like at the end line yeah. and is clearly on site. And so I was like, all right, yeah, let's go. Well, I you thought
0: know. I thought Zinchenko was a lot closer than they made it seem. Um I, I th- thought so I thought too. that's what they would be looking at more so.
1: Yeah, I was surprised they didn't or at least it didn't show that they were looking at it so much because I think that one was definitely way closer I, than yeah, I agree. Ketia. But I'll take it.
0: <laughs> don't don't ask questions, right?
1: But, I mean, but but speaking on Zinchenko, that guy is just everywhere. He's left back, playing right mid and like center attacking mid for portions of the game and it's just I like it's definitely, you know, part of the tactics to just overload the midfield or the or the right side or whatever and I mean, I don't know how defending teams will cope with it cuz you're not planning for the left back to now occupy this space on the right side anymore. He's so like, good
0: at it. He's so confident when he gets the ball yeah. that he's going to do whatever he wants. Uh <sighs> my favorite part of that game with Schenko was when I think Partey had the ball and he just like walked up to him and just took it and just like said like give <laughs> me and he started dribbling around the pitch again and it was like all right like whatever that's cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean it's you know him and, and Jesus they uh, You know, obviously been with City, so they have that, like, winning mentality. And I think that's really going to come into play in this, like, back half of the season where, you know, they're going to do what they can to keep everyone focused. But then I think also we'll take those moments to kind of, you know, put the team on their back a little bit and Mm -hmm. and just kind of give the game a little bit more control and calmness. And, um, I mean, yeah, he's just... He's everywhere you want him to be, and then he's he's making the defensive plays still, and it's just it's wild to watch him. <laughs> yep.
0: And uh, what do you think of Trossard? We only really saw him for a couple minutes, but he was involved in the final yeah. goal. Um, definitely a threat that I think other teams are going to have to respect. Mm-hmm. Um, I
1: mean, even through his time at Brighton, like you know, he's always been a bright spot for them. Um, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but here, I think. I think he'll be really good. His his dribbling is good. He's you know very two footed. Um, I think it, I I think it's accurate that he either this season or like last season has the same number of goals with each foot or something like that or or shots on target with each foot. I forget what it was, but he's just very two footed, which is always going to be a threat. And you know he's he's quick. He's good in the tight spaces. Like, I mean, I'm excited for it. It, it. When we made the signing, it was maybe felt a little bit underwhelming, only because like the hype around Mudrick was so much, and he is kind of this unknown, like could be great, you know, unknown quantity sort of thing. Where Trossard is known for the most part, um, but I think having just more Premier League experience in the team will be great and you know, he's played with a few of the guys. He's uh I think he was coached by one or two of the coaching staff already at other other clubs, so like he has some connections. Um I think he's gonna be good. He, especially just for extra cover.
0: Okay, and, and I do know that Wanger was looking at him back in twenty sixteen when he was uh playing for Jank in Belgium. So he's always been on Arsenal's radar. And yeah, then, for uh, sure. They kind of took, you know, a little, how many years later? Six and a half years later. Um, yeah. Finally I mean, fair out. enough.
1: Like, I know his time at Brighton kind of ended a little bit uh, shaky. Yeah. But, you know, fair enough. He'd been there a while. He'd done pretty well with them. You know, he's 28, so kind of in his prime slash getting to the later, you know, stages of his career. So he probably wanted to move up. And if if Brighton was, I don't really know what went on with them, but like he wasn't playing anymore. So, you know, I don't, I don't think it was a attitude, force myself out, force myself not the train sort of thing like, like we were talking about last week. But, um, I think he'll be good. I mean, I mean, it, Arteta and Edu have been good with their signings so far and, um, They haven't been afraid to walk away from deals if it didn't feel right, and I think they learned after like the Willian deal and stuff that like just because they do have Premier League experience doesn't necessarily mean they're going to perform for you. So I think they probably do their vetting pretty heavily now, and will be confident in the signing before they even complete the signing.
0: I I just I forgot about that signing to be honest. I was like, (laughs)
1: like, oh yeah, yeah, he's he's lighting it up at Fulham now. Crazy! (laughs)
0: What a what a career. Um, just to talk a little bit of niceness about man, you Rashford man, he's got that team on his back. He's looking really good in the front.
1: Um, I mean, this was the perfect fantasy day for me. Honestly, I, I get the the fantasy points from him, from Baka Osaka, and then just real world. You know, Arsenal get the win. So all around great. And, day.
0: and you're in the Holland show now. Welcome.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you don't even got to
0: trip about it anymore.
1: No, no, it's good. Uh, but, well, I mean, yeah. Rashford looks good yeah Al, you know even Bruno Fernandez he's everywhere on the pitch too like he contributes an attack and defense he's a little bit of a crybaby for my liking but you know you guys Erickson
0: looked good too he was everywhere I haven't seen the excuse yet um from Man U fans I haven't I haven't looked that hard but like of oh we didn't have Casemiro it would have been a different game which granted I think yeah. it would have been but I haven't sure. seen that thrown out yet so I'm wondering uh
1: with yeah, our but... with our
0: peoples will that even be brought up um,
1: I mean yeah like it definitely would have been a different game but you know coming into this stretch of game for Arsenal and, and this game specifically um, Sokka was one yellow away from missing the game um, I think Saliba was one from missing the game like we had multiple players that were that one card away from missing this game and they kept their composure in the previous games to not miss it so Casemiro could have done the same thing and didn't yeah but, um, yeah, I don't know. And McTominay played
0: fine. I think there wasn't yeah. a real difference in what they would have done. Um, I think maybe yeah. Casemiro is a little more confident because McTominay does screw up more than yeah. I think more than he doesn't. A little more
1: a little more stability in that defensive midfield area with right. Casemiro. But um, no, yeah. that's was an McTominay exciting again. game. That was yeah.
0: That was intense. Oh, and then just the Arteta yellow. That was one of the weakest yellows I think I've ever seen
1: it's i don't know why people get so up in arms about this guy on the touchline like it, he's he's not doing anything crazy is he animated and and passionate yeah but like he's also watching his players get fouled multiple times and you know the other team not get carded so i think it's right to ask questions and, especially on that one yeah especially that foul and i don't know i, I think rather than than the the you know ref coming over and just giving the yellow like go talk to the guy give him give him one reason why that foul was not a yellow after the previous three or whatever you know Uh, whatever
0: i think it's (laughs) fine when a coach gets a yellow it shows he has his team's back i'm all for coaches getting a technical in basketball or you know a card in in whatever sport or talking to um might light your team up a little bit too sure Um, drive a little passion you know working at this college, I was talking to the basketball coach and his 14 years of coaching, he's never received a technical. There's two ways to look at that. Impressive that he hasn't sure. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think getting a technical in certain situations can be really good for your team. Um, So, you know, like they had a rough game yesterday and I think if he would have got a technical, it would have fired his team up a little bit. It would have showed like, it's not that he doesn't have passion or anything, but I do believe like, Hey, uh, you know, I'm sticking up for you guys. I'll earn. I'll get this. Yeah, it'll put us. Down. He 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 says he doesn't want to ever put his team in, in jeopardy of not, uh, you know, of, of losing losing a game because of something he did that allowed the other team to get points. I get that. I get soccer's a little different. Um, yeah. Talking to the soccer coach, man, I think that guy earns yellow every game from what I've been told. So <laughs> I'm I'm excited to see him light it up. And he he protects his players too. He knows when his player is about to get a yellow or they're on a yellow that he wants to become the focus. Uh, which, yeah, which I'm excited to see that, too. I heard he's a pretty passionate dude when he gets on the pitch, so I'm looking forward to seeing what that's all about.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's kind of like you said, and, and we've seen it with, with Jürgen Klopp, too, with Liverpool. Like, um, There was, I don't know, one of the games against Arsenal where... Uh, Klopp and Arteta kind of went at it, and then that just like spurred Klopp and the fans, Liverpool fans, on, and you could feel the energy Dude, like awesome. completely sway to them. And it's awesome to watch. So, I mean, yeah, I, I don't mind it. Uh, you know, he's not jumping into the field and you know running up and down the touchline and you know pulling a Mourinho or anything like. <laughs> but you know, he's he's passionate. He cares about the team. He cares about the result. <laughs> I'd rather have that than, you know, the you see the coaches that just, like, sit down the whole time and just, like, all right. That's kind <laughs> cool. of what Potter's
0: looking like right
1: now, to be honest. Yeah. when yeah, well. Uh, what
0: are you doing with Chelsea, Like, is <laughs> Well, even when they scored the goal that got disallowed, it was just, like, it was one of those, like, fist pumps. When you see Arteta, like, literally, like, yeah, and you see Arteta flipping out, you know, like, come on. Uh. I don't know. That goes a long way for me. Um, all right, goal, team, and player of the week. You got your nominations.
1: I do, I do. Um, I I know we're not picking him, but I have to throw the honorable honorable mention out to Holland. Another hat trick. You know, four hat tricks now. Twenty five goals. Everything we already talked about. But, we we made
0: know. the rule earlier in the season. He will not get player of the week again until he gets five goals. Um, because he could be player of the week every week at this rate. Yeah. And uh so yeah, we're we're going to pass on him. Uh my player on the week is going to be Super Eddie. It's got to be. Yeah. Context means everything for me and two yeah. two goals against Man U. I Um well, I mean, he stepped up. Yeah. We really yeah. haven't seen him step up like this before either.
1: Um no, I mean, he definitely I think it was like End of 2020, they they played Chelsea, and he had another game like this where like he grabbed two goals and and looked really good. Um But you know that was before we had Gabriel Jesus, and since he's been out, everyone's been oh questioning like can can Ketia do it? Can he fill the the hole? And yeah, he's been working really hard. He's scored pretty regularly, and then yeah, to grab two against United is just. You know, you, you, that's what you need your striker to do in these big games—is just yep. get you over the line, get the three points. So I'm down with that. And
0: I feel like we're just gonna be doing this Arsenal thing for a minute because, <laughs> to be honest, looking at but looking at the scoreboard of this past week, mm-hmm. n- nothing nothing really shouted out to me saying like that team deserves to be team of the week. Every team that won be a weaker side, I would say. Uh, the draws were pretty boring and messy to say the least um you can give city kudos for scoring seven goals against two but the tottenham game was kind of like yeah they probably should have won and it wasn't by the end of that game it wasn't really a game um and you know me i'm about context so arsenal gets team of the week for second week in a row gosh darn it (laughs)
1: yeah I mean, I think your only other option is when uh Fulham just destroys Tottenham tomorrow.
0: that could happen, so I think we we maybe hold off. we talk you know we can say Arsenal right now, and then tomorrow yeah. we'll uh we'll really <laughs> declare it unless something special happens. I think Eddie will still claim player mm-hmm. um goal of the
1: week Oof, we have some options I know um so just I guess my list. Um, and Ketia's second goal—I love the little, the little flick. throw the leg out flick. Mm-hmm. Never know what's going to happen, but it always looks nice. Um, I mean, Sokka's goal was great—just from far out, just curls it around. Matoma with the perfect top of the box FIFA shot. Yep. Um, and then Elise's free kick versus United in the midweek was just chef's kiss.
0: Yeah, that was that was pretty sweet. In context for that one to keep Crystal Palace on the draw. Um, All those were great. I just want to give shout-outs to Rashford, because he freaking blasted that ball today, and I like... There was some smoke coming off that net. Uh, So that was up there for me. Nothing else really stood out. Um, Yeah, that's tough. Between those four...
1: Yeah. um, Arsenal
0: can't get a clean sweep again.
1: No. No, I, like... I, I liked the Arsenal goals, but um, I think I'm, I'm really feeling Alise's free kick. Like it. it was, it was just perfect. any yeah, of it. you know it got the point from that game in you know injury time. So
0: okay, well we'll we'll, we'll sit on that one too for tomorrow in case anything special happens. Um, I, I can't imagine anything beating that out unless we see the likes of Mitrovic doing He's a, a just scorpion.
1: <laughs> self like flick and scorpion dude it. that'd be
0: crazy that would be goal of the year puskas <laughs> for everyone um sweet that looks good to me i'm excited for tomorrow i'll be able to watch uh i'm assuming you're not gonna be able to watch tomorrow or are you gonna be driving um, can you catch glimpses
1: i'll probably catch glimpses we're flying down to oh, okay. disneyland so um yeah i'll probably be able to poke in here and there but
0: okay nice yeah Anything i mean
1: again? yeah i I think tomorrow should be a good game either way, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, If the Tottenham we know shows up, I think it'll be good because Fulham will probably jump on them right away, but then can they see out the second half? Or if we get the Tottenham that showed up against City, it could be just a good back-and-forth game, but I'm excited. I think it'll be good.
0: Yeah, no notable injuries, so it looks like both teams will be uh, kind of full force besides Anthony Robinson. Uh, he is suspended with his five cards, which was just inevitable because we yeah. all know that dude is a little reckless. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I got my new kit. Kristen got me that for Christmas over there. Ooh, nice. uh, little, it number twenty-two, and I got my mm-hmm. name on the back. So I wanted that kit. I didn't want the World Cup one. I'm not a huge yeah. fan of badges in the middle, and uh, I like boring it. Anyway, like... And that's the fruit, that's the fruit fruit roll up kit up, and yeah. I, I got like every candy kit we have so
1: that's i think we just we just stick with that you know, I know. stick with the candies the go like cereals if you need to oh <laughs>
0: cereals what could they do for that the, like the like uh tony the tiger yeah kellogg something. in there yeah 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 i'm all for it because we got we did that we did the ice cream we did the rocket yeah. pop we did the candy canes we did fruit by the foot uh, are we missing something in there? Um, the red kit reminded me of a Cherry Jolly Rancher. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. They're out there. Yeah. Bring them I mean, back. They
1: just, yeah, they, there's better options than just like the plain white and little flair here and there. They
0: know. should do, you know the 4th of July M&Ms? Mm-hmm. They should do M&M Patterns. Uh, just circle, cir- red, white, and blue circles all around the kid. I like it. Yeah. yeah, see, plenty of options. I'm ready to market for Team USA. That's the goal here. I'm gonna start working with them hopefully soon. Uh, I got big news off the camera to tell you, but I don't want to say it on air. Um, but uh, if I got, I got nothing else. You got anything else to say?
1: No, I'm I'm
0: chilling. Good Sweet. to go. All right. Well, I'll see you back here next Sunday. We'll chit chat over the Discord. Uh, thanks for everyone who tunes in. And it's been episode 20 of the Hooligans Pitch. 20 down. A gazillion more to go. That's it. Have a good weekend, y'all. See ya. Peace.